Shintaro Fujinami should start on opening day. I'm going to tell you why. We got some injury news and also some bold declarations uh, about the outfield situation as we inch closer towards opening day today on Locked on A's. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 542 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's show, we're talking about Shintaro Fujinami because it seems as though he's going to be the opening day starter. It, by default now, but I was going to make this case before some injuries, and we're going to talk about those injuries in the second segment. And then in the third segment, it sure looks like Christian Pache is going to make this roster, you guys. But who's going to be the fourth outfielder if he does make the roster? Is it going to be Ruiz, Rooker, Capel? There's there's some other options, and it might not be how we were configuring the roster before spring training. I'm intrigued by how this is all going to shake out. Some guys are going to have to have some performances, and uh, it's going to be all about roster construction, as Mark Kotze keeps saying. But before we get into anything, today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming a Major League Baseball GM and managing your baseball franchise? We are all A's fans. We all salivate at the opportunity to run and manage the Oakland A's. Of course we do. This game is for us, you guys. Uh, then, this game is definitely for you. See, I didn't even read that part of the ad copy yet. It is there. This is our sponsor right here. This is for us. Uh, to download the game, just visit ultimatebaseballgm.com or look it up in the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, uh, in the game. And I'll get into this during the, the ad read later, but this game's amazing. I, I have lost hours to this game already. It's great. You're going to want that code. You want that code. Trust me. Uh, but also, make sure to follow the podcast. Wherever you like to hear podcasts, we're at Locked On A's on Twitter and on uh, Facebook. No, not Facebook. Instagram. That's the one. They're owned by Facebook. It doesn't matter. Uh, I am at by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's in. Uh, news, insight, and analysis coming your way whenever A's news happens. It's at Inside Days. Also, make sure, if you're watching this on YouTube, to hit the subscribe button. Mash the subscribe button, if you shall. Uh, and then comment down below. Leave us a thumbs up. That is how it helps the YouTube algorithm find other baseball fans like yourself. We are so close to 1,000 subs, and we are trying to get to 1,000 before opening day. Help us realize that dream by just, uh, you know, telling a friend or commenting down below. There you go. Uh, but let's talk about Fuji and why he should be starting opening day. Um, obviously, there's some injury news, and we'll talk about that. Uh, at You know, Paul Blackburn is maybe not going to be ready for opening day. Maybe? We, d we don't know. Uh, and it seemed as though he would be the, the stiffest competition, and now that he is... <laughs> potentially not going to be around, it seems like it's just, it, it, it should be Fuji, right? Right? Uh, but he seems like a big moment guy. And the the biggest moment that he could have would be facing fellow countrymen uh, Shohei Otani on opening day. That seems like fun. And if you're the A's, I don't, th th this is a thing that might not actually uh, make sense for the A's as they are currently, because maybe they like Vegas, but if you want to excite the fan base, 
that's the matchup you want for to start the season. That throw them together uh, because it it didn't get everybody ready for opening day. Get everybody excited for opening day. And he seems like he might be a big moment guy. Um, it, the A's don't have a lot of big moment guys in, in their history, it, recent history. And uh, it seems like he might be he might be one of those guys. So well, let's see what happens. I've liked what I've seen so far. Uh, also, the the reason th these are the reasons that I was putting together before Paul Blackburn, uh, you know, may may or may not miss opening day. Uh, but here's my reasoning: um, the hitters aren't going to be uh, as up to speed as they will be a few starts into the season. So, throwing out a guy that they've never seen before with his nasty splitter and other you know reaching triple digits, it might be good to throw him first. Uh, I remember. I don't remember what year, obviously. Uh, it was probably like 06-ish. It, it was a while ago. Uh, but I remember uh, I went to the first game out of the All-Star break. Rich Harden got the start against, I believe, the Texas Rangers. And uh, he, he was just... He had a no-hitter through six or seven. It it was impressive. And it's because the hitters, even mid-season, were not up to speed with his stuff just yet. And I feel like same thing could be true for Shintaro Fujinami on opening day. Sure, he's going to be facing Mike Trout and Shohei Otani in the box. And there might be some nerves with facing Otani as a batter. Maybe not a pitcher, but as a batter. And uh, that that could play in a, have an impact on his start. But I don't care. I want to see this matchup, honestly. Uh, also, I think that you want him to have his first start at the Coliseum at night. And there, there, there's only a couple of night games there. And uh, once they have opening night, which is 7 o'clock uh, local time, then they have two uh, afternoon games. And I don't think you're pushing them to fourth or fifth when there would be another opportunity for a night game. So it feels like opening day would be would be that one. Um the reason you want him starting at night is because the ball travels less. So if he is getting hit a little bit harder than, you know, you think that he should be, there you go. Ball's traveling less. He's going to have a better... Uh, it, you, you need him to have success early, I think, uh, because he, he's good. You, you probably want to flip him later. You want him to have a good start, uh, and you want him to like, get that confidence built up, and then he might just roll for as long as the A's have them. Um, I, I just think that that's, th those are three little opportunities. And I think that you, you want to give, you know, James Caprillion a couple of extra days of rest. So with, with him recovering from his shoulder issue. And so you don't want to necessarily have him push to make it for opening day. Obviously he would love to start opening day. Uh, he, he hasn't yet. And uh, that, that's a, that would be an accomplishment for him. But I think that, you know, from a health standpoint, you want to give Cap j just a couple more days. Have him start, like, the, the third game against the Angels, or even the second game, because there's an off day after opening day, which is stupid. Um, but that that's another option. Just push him, push him back a day or two. Uh, you got Drew Rosinski as the other guy that we know in, in the in the A's rotation currently. And I don't know that he's the answer, because people aren't going to know who that is. They're going to be like, What's go that's from a marketing standpoint, he's not the answer. From a baseball standpoint, he might be. He he's good. He had a good outing in his last uh, outing there, but I don't know that uh, he gets the fan base excited like Shintaro Fujinami would. And the fifth starter hasn't even been named yet. We we honestly 
don't know who it's going to be. Uh, I think I'm leaning towards either Muller or Adam Aller, and with the injury to Blackburn, it could be both of them. And uh, Ken Waterchuk's going to be starting a game here today against the Royals. We'll see how he does. Maybe he puts it, he inserts his name back into that mix in my own head. Uh, but that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. Is it looks as though it's either Aller or Muller, and I don't know that either of them is necessarily opening day material just yet, just yet. Um, and again, I, it'd be one of those things like maybe Muller could get the fan base excited because, uh, he, he was part of the, the Sean Murphy deal and they're like, Oh, Hey, we just got this guy. Let's see what he's about. Uh, all are, if, if people aren't paying attention to spring training or, you know, this podcast, they might not be excited about Adam Aller, but I'm excited about Adam Aller. I, I think he'd do fine. He's Chris Bassett to me, to me. Uh, or at least he has the potential to be. Uh, but I don't know that he's quite there yet. So opening day, we'll see. Um, he, he also put some pressure on himself last year after getting traded. And so maybe you want to uh, not put him in the pressure situation right away just to test it. Uh, get, let him get his feet wet if, if he is, in fact, on the opening day roster. Uh, so that's that's kind of where I'm, I'm sitting just logically as to why Fuji just makes sense. He's had a good spring. Uh, the, the first run that he allowed in his second start was self-inflicted. I believe he walked somebody. Uh, they advanced on a ground out to second base, and then he threw a wild pitch, and then there was a, a single was allowed. So that's how it ha It wasn't like, oh, he's getting creamed. Nah, he, he, he walked the guy and then allowed a single uh, after a couple of things happened. So uh, his third start was eh, not a, as good. Not as good, but it wasn't on TV, so <laughs> couldn't see it. Uh, but he's had a good spring. He has the stuff to have success at the big league level, and that's uh, that's something that I'd like to see on opening day. So that's where I'm at right now. Blackburn was the biggest competition, and he might still be the biggest competition. We just don't know how fast his nails grow. And we're going to talk about what I'm talking about here in just a second. I am having so much fun with our new sponsor, and that sponsor is Ultimate Baseball GM. Uh, you, the thing, if you're on YouTube, this right here, this scan code, you need that. Trust me. I'm going to tell you why, but you need that. If you've ever dreamed of becoming a baseball GM and managing your own baseball franchise, uh, this is this is the game for you. I have played multiple seasons so far. My team is not good. I think that's by design. It's not supposed to be a good team, but we're getting there. We might reach the playoffs in like 2028, which is the season that I'm in now. Um, so you can just make your dream come true by playing this game. Uh, I There's a learning curve. I'm going to tell you there's a learning curve. Uh, figure out the best way for you to, to have success in this game. Uh, for me, I spent a lot of money up front on free agents and uh, facilities and whatnot, and the owner tried to fire me. So maybe being an A's fan, I was like, hey, yeah, I'm just going to spend money. That's that's what the A's... There's, there's more that goes into it, apparently, because you got to hire the right coaches and staff. you got to manage team finances. you got to scout and draft players. you got to manage difficult personalities. And you have to navigate your franchise through free agency and all of the ups and downs of a season. Uh, you got to make sure that you got good, good uh, conditioning and stuff because these players get hurt a lot. You need depth. You need depth to win this game. Uh, and all of this is a challenging uh, and realistic game, and it's just a lot of fun. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable offline, so you can play on the go as you want and when you want to. Um, and th that that code, that scan code right there that's on the screen currently, 
It's very helpful. I was going to get fired by by my owner, and uh, I, I put in that code. We're doing fine. I can spend as much money as I want. I have a $203 million payroll. I am paying the luxury tax currently. I'm having such a blast being an A's fan uh, managing a baseball team. It, it is a, a good, good time. So Locked On A's listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On. That is all caps uh, in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit baseball uh, probaseballgm.com or scan the code and look it up in the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com, ultimate baseball GM. Start your fantasy, t- or start your dynasty, your dynasty. That's what I'm building right now. Five years in, I'm building a dynasty. Start yours today. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis. Come your way whenever A's news happens. It's at Inside the A's. Um, I, I wrote about uh, the, the A's catcher conundrum, which is something that we're going to talk about here in a second. Uh, just, just technically this morning, actually. So go check that out over at Inside the A's or si.com slash MLB slash athletics. Uh, because there's a lot that goes into figuring out who's going to be the A's backup catcher if Manny Pena is not ready. So let's start with Manny Pena here. Um, he he hasn't played since the first game of spring training, I believe, um, or second game. I, I don't know the day. It was February 25th. I've looked it up enough times. Uh, was that the first day? I don't know. But uh, yeah, he he's been having calf soreness, so he hadn't been playing for a couple of weeks. He was supposed to make his return to the A's lineup on Tuesday. But then he wasn't in the lineup, and uh, I was like, oh, that's weird. He, he shouldn't be in the lineup. And then it was reported that uh, he was taking some hacks, some swings uh, in minor league camp, just, you know, getting ready to make his re-debut. And I, I guess you can't have a re-debut, can you? <laughs> anyway, maybe that's why that's not a word. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he felt, he quotes, this is from Matt Kawahara, felt something, um, end quotes, and so now they're getting him uh, checked out, and he's seeing a specialist, also per Matt Kawahara, but just two days later. And uh, those aren't... That's not great. I, I don't like that idea of him seeing a specialist. Because he, it's, it, also, he had surgery on the same wrist um, just last year, and he missed the entire season after getting surgery on this wrist. He's also 35. I'm 37. My back keeps going out, so... If you've been noticing sporadic episodes, <laughs> it's because I'm old. Um, so it's been great, and I apologize for the sporadic episodes. Uh, I'm stretching more now, so hopefully it's better. But, uh, yeah, we, we don't know what his status is going to be. I'd say of the, the injuries here, uh, well, between him and Blackburn, I'd say his is probably the more serious one that's going to keep him out longer, just because he's seeing a specialist. So that's not good. Uh, Paul Blackburn, he has a torn nail. Uh, uh it, it seems as though, or oh, I believe uh, it was reported that it happened uh, during his first start in Las Vegas. It's on the same finger that he missed time, or you know, missed the last two months of the season with last year, and uh, it's an unrelated injury, according to Paul Blackburn. So that's good. Uh, but he just, he tore his nail. He's got some, you know, a little rip in his nail, and he's waiting for his nail to grow so that he can cut out the rip so that he can pitch again. Um, so. I don't know, how fast do nails grow? And also, uh, where on the nail is the rip, I guess, is the question. If it's, like, near the top of the nail, 
He could be ready in a few days. If it's, you know, middle nail, could be a couple of weeks. I don't... How fast do nails grow? That's the, the big situation. That... How fast nails grow is the the, the, the the deciding factor between who starts opening day, Paul Blackburn or Shintaro Fujinami. Uh, that's that's the tagline for this podcast today. How fast do nails grow? Um, but th- those are two you know big injuries that have an impact on potentially the opening day roster. And then uh, also some, some news that's also not great, um, and that is Freddie Tarnock. He started experiencing some uh, some right arm discomfort and is undergoing tests. Uh, I only saw this from Martin Gallegos on Twitter, and he said that he, he was feeling some tingling in his right finger, or in his right thumb. I believe it was his right thumb. And uh, that's not a good sign. Hopefully he's okay, like healthy, like health-wise he's okay. Uh, and also hopefully it's not Tommy Young, because that would also not be great. Um, but he probably wasn't going to make the opening day roster, uh, even though he you know came out the gate and was fantastic. Um, he was probably more of a depth option for the A's, and their depth is, <laughs> they've lost, potentially lost two starters for opening day, and now their depth is going to be, you know, challenged a little bit, but they've still got some some good options. They've got, like, nine starters this season, you guys, so uh, they, they got some depth. It's just a matter of uh, having the good ones kind of thing, and uh, Freddie Tarnock could be a bullpen piece moving forward, you know, later on, but uh, I, I'd like to see what he can do as a starter, because... He throws some heat, and I want to know what he can do. But with Blackburn, I, I feel like uh, it, it could be a matter of timing for him. Because it, it is, from how I understand it, just a matter of his nail growing out. And then also you got to build up his arm to be ready to go, you know, 80 pitches by opening day probably. Um, so that, that could be the issue here is how much time he has to ramp back up. But... If it is just a matter of timing and all of that, and you know, say his nail is cut by you know a week from now, can he get his arm back up to to game speed by not necessarily opening day, but could you push him back another five days uh, because he wouldn't have to pitch every fifth day; it would be the sixth day from opening day. Um, I know that's weird. It'd be the, the Wednesday, I believe. Is that right? Because they have the off day on. Uh, they, they begin the game or they begin the season on uh, March thirtieth. Then they have the 31st off, and then starting on uh, the 1st, they have more games. They have a slew of games. And so it'd be the the fit, if you made him your fifth starter, he could start at the end of that cycle there. And uh, would that be enough time for him to be on the opening day roster? And then he'd be fine. Maybe? Maybe? It could be about timing for him. He still might actually make the opening day roster. He just might not be pitching for it immediately, even though he's probably one of the better options that the A's have currently. So that's... Something. Um, I, I think that he could be okay. I think he could be okay. Uh, I, I talked about the the Catcher Conundrum article. Check it out, obviously, and I go into a lot more detail. But uh, the two internal options that the A's have considered uh, or have said that they are, uh, you know, in the running are uh, prospect Kyle McCann. He was a, a, a think top thirty prospect uh, before twenty twenty one. He had a bad twenty twenty one season. After it was his first pro season, he started off in Double A. Uh, did, did not go well, but he had a great season last year by comparison. I believe he had 236, had like 18 homers. He had, he had a good season. He's going to be starting off in AAA most likely, but he he has impressed the A's coaching staff 
this spring, uh, Matt Kawahara, again, of the San Francisco Carnival, uh, just wrote about how he is the most improved player from year to year from the beginning of uh, 2022 to, to now. Uh, the A's coaching staff is noticing that and saying that he's he's doing better. He's lost some weight, um, and you know he's looking more fit. He's doing the things that he needs to do. They're impressed with what he is doing. So he, he's an option. He is an option. But he's only played seven games above double-A, and I think, or eight games. I don't know that he's the option, though. I think, uh, you know, uh, Joel, po- uh, jo- Joel? It, it's Joel Pozo is how I believe the, the announcers are saying it, which is weird because there's a Y. But I, I need to find a pronunciation guide on that because it's not on baseball reference, and that is where I go for my pronunciations. So I'm just going to call him Pozo. Uh, Pozo, he has 21 games of big league experience, which is good. That, that's something, at least. Uh, but also, and he's also played at AAA, so he has more you know upper minors experience, which is something that I think is important for establishing who is going to be the A's backup catcher on opening day if it's not Manny Pena and he's seeing a specialist. So I'm not expecting it to be Manny Pena right now. Um, but Pozo only played two games behind the dish out of those 21, and so he, he has experience, but a lot of that was at DH, I believe. So uh, is that the same kind of thing? You, you want a veteran catcher back there. So the A's could be looking elsewhere to bring somebody in. Maybe somebody else's non-roster invitee that doesn't make the that doesn't make camp, or uh, somebody who's out of options. Who they they just there's going to be some guys on waivers, and that's who I'm probably looking at. Uh, just a, another 32 year old catcher who's out of options. I don't know Austin Romine. So guys that you've heard the names of, but uh, you're like. Oh, that guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, you know, like the the Giovanni Sotos of the world. Uh, Robinson Chirinos is a free agent. Uh, Gary Sanchez is a free agent. I don't know that that's necessarily... I, I don't think that Sanchez necessarily would want to come to Oakland uh, because he wants a starting role. He wants, you know, at-bats. He wants that, and he's not going to have that behind uh, Shea Langoliers. And I don't think that they want to split time between the two of them either. Um, th- they want to give Langoliers, you know room to run. So I think that that's because he also had the best sprint speed on the team last year. Um, so I think that those are the options right now. There's other stuff that goes into it. And that's what I wrote about over at inside the A. So check that out. Uh, Cause there's a lot more that goes into it than just like, Oh yeah, we need a, we need somebody. We need, no, they're, they're trying to fill like a specific role. It's not like Manny Pena was going to be the best, but he was gonna, We talked about it just uh, last episode. He's great at blocking. He's a veteran presence. He's been in the league for a while. Those are the things that they wanted. They didn't necessarily need, like, his bat, which is roughly league average. They, they wanted him to, you know, help the pitching staff and help Shea Langulars. That's what they wanted. And so you can't really replace those internally. So I think that they might look elsewhere. And also there's uh, stuff that comes into play with, like, waivers and DFAs and all that stuff. And um, I, I think that that could also play a role in the ace decision-making uh, process. So that's why I think uh, they're, they're, it's going to be somebody else. I don't know who, but it's going to be somebody else. So... Keep, keep an eye on the transaction wire and the waiver wire because it's going to be one of those people, I think. But coming up, we're going to be talking about some other guys that are going to be making the A's opening day rotation, or sorry, uh, opening day roster, and they're all in the outfield. So stay locked in, you guys. Today's episode is also brought to you by FanDuel. 
Merch Madness is here, my friends, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line to point scores and three-pointers drained. Uh, that's on the NBA side. I'm guessing that it's also on the college basketball side. Who do you have winning? The, the, the whole tournament, I have no idea. I put Kansas. I usually don't pick a team that's ranked number one, but I felt like it this year because why not? I also had St. Mary's going at least to the Sweet 16 because they're local and I like them. So th th those are a couple of people. I, I did it real quick over dinner. So who's your who's your uh, your pick for March Madness? Let me know down in the comments below. But FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay, so don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On Ace on Twitter and Instagram. I am by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's or at Inside the A's on Twitter uh, for more, you know, just A's news, insight, and analysis coming your way. Whenever A's news happens, it's at Inside the A's or si.com slash MLB slash athletics. Uh, that, that URL needs to be changed. I need to figure that out somehow. Uh, maybe I need to go, go purchase a domain name. So you can just type in inside the A's. But I kind of like going athletics. Uh, I think it's fun. But you know what else is fun? Christian Pache making the opening day roster because it sure seems like he's going to. Oh, man, what a transition, Jason. That was excellent. Um, it, it really looks like he is a lock for the opening day roster. I have read most of everything that's been written uh, by the beat reporters uh, this spring. And every time they ask... Marcate about the roster. He talks about roster construction, guys being out of options, guys doing this. It seems as though he is alluding to the fact that Christian Pache is making this roster. Obviously, he's also doing well. He's hitting like over 350, I believe. Um, it's been a day since I checked the stats, but he's been doing well and he's doing what they need him to. Uh, he's only struck out a couple times. He's walked once. He hasn't, he hasn't gotten the walks that he needs to, which is something that they said. Uh, you know, before, but uh, he is also lifting the air off of the ground, which is another thing that, 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 they, that they said. There we go, blah. Uh, and that seems to also be an important factor into whether or not he would make the opening day roster or, you know, get traded beforehand. Um, and so it seems as though they're going to give him another shot. We're going to see how it goes, but that, that's all I've been asking for is give him another couple of months in the big leagues. Let's see if he can hit 210 with his defense. And then maybe next year he can hit 230 with his defense. And I'm not saying he's defensively hit 210. I'm saying uh, his defense is amazing. Let's see what we can get out of him, uh, you know, offensively, because his defense is amazing and I want that on my team. Um, and I said it before, I'm gonna say it again. The A's knew how many options he had and just how lost he was at the dish when they acquired him. To give up on him after one season would be stupid. It seemed as though he was a lock for the opening day roster the entire time. It seems as though the words are matching that now. So that's something. Um, he also is only striking out at 6.9% this spring because of those two strikeouts. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, 
obviously. He's been a replacement in a lot of these games. He hasn't started as many games as some of the out- other outfielders. So the quality of competition, which is something that I wrote about at Inside the A's, um, is not as good as... You know, it's like double A, triple A. Uh, so it's not like the best test or the best gauge, but he's doing well with the opportunity that he has been given. He's making this roster, you guys. Uh, in no small part because he's out of options. But... He's making the roster, you guess. Um, Ruiz, Esturi Ruiz, I think that uh, he his stats aren't great. Overall, his stats are okay. Uh, he's coming on lately, obviously. Uh, he was hitting, he's overall hitting 241 with a 324 on base, but he's also 6 for 17 in his last five games, which is good. He, he's starting to come around, and he, he could be playing himself back onto the roster, because I think that he might have been... He also has options. So it's tricky to see where he's going to fit. Uh, I believe it was Martin Gallegos also wrote that Brent Rooker, looking really good. He's a lefty stick. Days could use another left-handed bat in the outfield because they'd have Brown and then three righties. Um, but obviously, if you're going to be platooning uh, Seth Brown at all, you, you want a righty bat. So it, it's hard to find a fit for, for that necessarily. Uh, but, I mean, it could be somebody else. It could be Ruiz um, or Pache or who, whoever they want. But Brent Rucker's also looked really good. He's been smacking the crap out of the ball. Uh, he's also 28 years old. He's hitting 391 with a 563 on base. He's getting those walks, my friends. Uh, he has eight walks, 10 strikeouts, and he has five doubles. He's having a... He's having a good spring, you guys. He's also 28 years old. Maybe they want to see what they have with him sooner rather than later. Uh, obviously, they can also option him down to the minors. But maybe they, they give him a chance instead of Ruiz, and they're like, hey, Ruiz, it, show us what you can do in AAA again. And we'll, we'll call you up probably midseason when some trades happen or an injury happens or something like that. So uh, it I don't know. It, it seems as though they might want to go with a righty to platoon with Brown um, in, in left field. So that could be, I mean, I, I, no, wait, Rooker is a righty, isn't he? Um, so that, yeah, I don't know why I thought he was a lefty. doesn't matter. Uh, sorry. Oops. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he, he would make sense. He makes perfect sense to as a platoon partner with Seth Brown. There you go. So, I don't know. It, it could be between Ruiz and Rooker. To, to make this opening day roster. Uh, I would say that Capel is also in the mix as well. He's having a decent spring. Um, he's had, you know, some some extra base hits, which have been good. His batting average isn't as good, but, you know, batting average, whatever. Uh, he, he's doing the, the power things that you want. He was also very good for the A's in the last, like, two weeks of the season last year. And uh, he could be there, but he's also... He is a lefty bat. So there's that. Um... I don't know, two, two of the three between uh, Ruiz and Rooker and Cable are going to be, sorry, uh, and Pache, not Cable. Two of those three are going to be on this roster. And so how do they as want to construct their roster? That's the question right now. And I think that uh, it's going to be interesting, but I think the Pache is one of those guys. And then the battle is now between Ruiz and Rooker, which is not what we kind of assumed coming into it. We thought that Pache, if he did okay, he was going to be on this roster. Now he's done okay. He's on this roster. Now it's between the other guys. Um, it, it seemed as though it would be Ruiz and Pache to start spring training. And now uh, Rooker's kind of played himself into it. So I'm intrigued to see what happens with those guys as we come down the stretch. I would assume that all of them are going to be still with the A's, uh, on the A's like roster, uh, their camp roster at least, uh, when they 
come to Oakland and come to San Francisco. So get excited about the 26th and 27th because you might be able to see some of these guys before uh, one of them goes down to the minors. So should be exciting. Also, Tyler Soderstrom, still with the team. He might still be with the team then, too. We will see. But that is all that I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for making Lockdown A's your first lesson of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. For your second lesson today, check out Lockdown Fantasy Baseball. When You can win your league. They, they don't help with Ultimate Fantasy uh, Ultimate Baseball GM, but you can win your Fantasy Baseball League by listening to Matt and Dom every day to bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. Find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Uh, also, we're on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, if you're not on YouTube, go to YouTube, please, um, and uh, go, go subscribe to the podcast because uh, we're, we're trying to get to 1,000 by opening day, and that that would be... That would be lovely for me. That that would make me feel nice. If you want to make me feel nice, go subscribe to the podcast. Uh, but that's all that I got for you guys today. Uh, we'll be doing some chatting a little bit tomorrow. We're going to talk about Ken Waldachek's start. Is he now in the A's rotation mix? Is he not? Because he's starting against the Royals. I want to see what he can do. And it, Adam Aller is also in the bullpen, so he's probably also going to be pitching in this game. So uh, might not be a lot of bullpen arms in this one unless somebody runs into trouble early and then they need to just bridge that gap. But um, we, we saw a couple starts ago, uh, I think it was Fujinami and Muller. Uh, they basically just went, you know, four and four. And then eh, a couple of bullpen pieces to finish out some innings. Uh, so we'll see what happens today. But that's all that I got for you guys today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, Ace fans. And I'll talk with you tomorrow. <laughs>